This episode of Tarpod is brought to you by PageUp. PageUp is a cloud-based talent management software solution offering a full suite of best-of-breed tools to help you recruit, develop and retain high-performing teams and deliver measurable results. Customers love PageUp for its deep functionality, configurability and world-class support that's better than the rest. So head on over to pageuppeople.com to check out all their offerings including their newest recruitment marketing tool which allows recruitment teams to attract, nurture and convert high quality talent with less manual effort. And don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Welcome to Tarpod, the podcast for everything talent acquisition and recruitment. We're informative, controversial and a little bit crazy. Now, please join your hosts and industry leaders, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tarpod. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. And today's fabulous guest is Fiona Morton, VP of Recruitment Marketing and New Market Strategy at our wonderful sponsor, PageUp. Welcome, Fiona. Welcome, Fee. Welcome. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me today. Oh, no worries. No worries at all. No problem from us there. So... Tell us about you. What's your role at PageUp, considering you've been there since the beginning of time? <laughs> In fact, I think you were born at PageUp, weren't you? You must have been. No, no unfortunately, I'm, I'm younger than that. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been, I've been here quite some time, a variety of different roles. Um, started in HR consulting for PageUp and I actually left, went back to the UK, rejoined PageUp. So, um, everything from sales, product, strategy, and now uh, my more recent role, which is a dual role. So I look after new markets, which is about identifying new products um, and services that PageUp can to potentially acquire or uh, launching into new markets that through organic means. So, so actually going in and uh, setting our existing products into new industries or countries. So that's one part of my role, which is always very interesting. The other is um, I lead the business unit for recruitment marketing. So that's off the back of an acquisition page up did around that product. And recruitment marketing is our um, marketing automation solution that can sit on top of any ATS in the marketplace and obviously is better together with PageUp's ATS, um, but we, we, we um, have that capability sits across the suite. So, Craig, I believe you have something you want to ask, Fiona. <laughs> Well, look out, look out for here it comes. No. Okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> now, just, just quickly, before we get into some more robust questions, what mm. about, tell us a little bit about the new recruitment marketing tool that you've got over there at PageUp. Yeah, sure. No problem. So uh, the recruitment marketing tool is really a pre-apply capability that sits on top of the PageUp ATS and also all other ATSs in the market mm -hmm. that allows organizations to amplify their employer brand in order to attract, engage, nurture and convert future talent. So it's a chance to an opportunity to get your EVP out into the market and then use uh, marketing automation tools to nurture people into your business. So that, that's one element of it. There's also a robust CRM that allows you to pipeline talent for the future. And it does this by, by obviously capturing that talent, nurturing that talent, and then getting them ready to be put forward for appropriate roles as and when required. Mm. So it's really about changing and transforming the way businesses look to 
attract, mm. um, looking using more marketing techniques at the top of their recruitment funnel to, to bring them into the business. Well, that's really interesting, isn't it? We, Lauren and I talk to a lot of people in talent acquisition and recruitment, and a lot of what they do is very reactive, and mm. they're, they're caught up in the, motion, the motions of everyday tasks, right? So, yeah. you know, you're talking about a way of proactively developing talent and developing funnels and pools. So what are some of the telltale signs that some businesses are in a bit of a rut? Yeah, that, that, that's a good question. I think if a, an organisation is trying to do the same things again and again and not getting a different response mm. and they're too busy to even consider changing it, that, that's kind of where we see organisations are, are trying to throw more money at the same sourcing strategies, for example, right. and not being able to, to, to change the way they're working or not applying the resourcing approach to, to allow for the time and space for individuals to look at a more strategic way of sourcing talent. So actually looking at building uh, an, an online pre- presence, their employer brand up, and then being able to to get uh, organized or get the right talent into the to the business ahead of time. So that that's kind of typical that, that we would see as well and they're all, almost on that treadmill and not able to, to change the way in which they're thinking another is they're not actually analyzing the the data they have either because they can't track mm. the outcomes in, in a meaningful way so who's coming to your website who's applying for roles what sources and um uh, sources how do you, how do you, do you find have? that time though like you're talking about the recruitment rut yeah. But how do the recruiters find the time to do this analysis of you've got all this data? How do we use it? Some yeah, sometimes you don't have the data. Exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, look, I, I think that's the same as any person in any business unit. And if you don't carve out the time in your weekly schedule in very small ways, let let me let me give you one example. In the product world, when we build the product, every week or month, we, we allow an hour for a stop-start continue discussion. What have we done this week? What are we going to do differently? What one takeout are we going to make different to change our change an incremental change to our the way we work each each month? That's a simple technique yeah. that, that that others can do. Um, do the walking brainstorm like Steve Jobs does. You know, mm-hmm. take take some of those things out of other business leaders' books to to actually make a difference and carve that time out rather than just trying to do the same thing harder it's got to it's got to be led by you as an individual mm. to, to create that space and to make the change and getting that buy-in at a leadership level as well yeah okay so how do we as recruiters shift from a short-term result to building long-term proactive hiring strategies Ooh. <laughs> that's a big word for me today Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, now this is this is interesting because I think if every business approaches it in a different way, so it depends on the type of organisation you're working for. Um, some organisations are quite complex to navigate, and getting um, getting some external help often helps. So somebody that can actually go in and, and do a bit of analysis on your structure and the way you work to to recommend a different model. Um, some businesses actually benefit from that. Others are more trying to find segments or niche pockets within your recruitment that actually is not working well and try and solve that at a smaller scale. So try and apply some of the thinking um, in, in what we would call is like shooting a bullet at something or a smaller um, 
uh, bullet to see test that the theory that it works and mm-hmm. then shoot what we call a cannonball then put more money and funds behind it because you've proved the use case so that's a, another way in which you can approach it we've seen some businesses approach it so for example let, let's start with a graduate approach it in how we recruit graduates or let's start how we we change our site recruitment model mm. those sorts of things um, would be the way i would think about changing it and then incrementally applying that more broadly. So starting small and growing up from there. So brain wasn't built in a day. And we drilled down a bit more um, in terms of channels. What are some of the channels, the sourcing channels that recruiters are overlooking at the moment? Mm, Yeah, that's a a good question. And I think the usual approach that that recruiters are taking is let's post on the usual job boards and um, and wait to see who we get. Mm. Um, I think there's a, some really cost-effective marketing approaches that you can apply very very cheaply, or should I say cost-effectively is probably a better word, <laughs> um, to try and attract that talent. So things like utilising your career's website to tell the, the employee stories is one way and you don't actually necessarily have to have expensive videos to do that these days because there's enough technology that allows you to do that in an authentic way telling the stories of your the 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 individuals you've attracted to your business and then really posting them on social media and other channels like Glassdoor Mm. and even emailing them in newsletters which is really low-cost ways of reaching your audience and they're then buying into what is it really what, like to work for your business and qualifying themselves in and out as well of that, mm. of that approach. I think the others actually maximizing uh, increasing organic traffic through, through to your career site. So using things like blogs, making sure your site SEO optimized. I think we have something, I think the statistic is something like 75% people are actually searching for a job through Google. So making sure you oh. can be found. Mm. So quite a high percentage and you can optimize that through that things a like lot blogs than what i thought i just yeah, yeah like you mentioned the job boards earlier and i i just so many people just go to job boards but yeah well i learned something new today <laughs> <laughs> there are um in the u.s in particular there are organizations now that do not do any posting they are driving everything organically now some of them have quite well-known brands and mm-hmm. they are maximizing the use of that. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. Mm. And, and then I think the third area is really looking at uh, how do you maximize your tools? Because a lot of people um, already know a lot of these candidates. They're just not automating the nurture around that and getting them into your business. So it's people are kind of coming to your site. Mm. You're not capturing them. And they're dropping off and you don't know that they're coming to your site and, it, you, and, and you're not maximising that. What amazes me, you, still do, you get out and you speak to people in our industry and we have a bit of a chat and, and how many employers don't recognise the f- need for a really good ATS and have got their recruitment department still running on bloody spreadsheets? <laughs> yes. And then and you've got you've got hundreds of thousands, some of them, or tens of thousands of candidates that you could be revisiting and you can't unless you just – it's forefront of mind. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And there's been this really big push over the last probably 18 months or so uh, of recruitment partnering more strongly with marketing within mm. enterprise business. And if you've got technology that can support recruitment campaigns at the same time as managing the candidate flow and sourcing, it, it sort of shows that, that um, yeah. relationship. 
Yeah, exactly what you mentioned, Fee, that whole brand awareness. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think the more quality you have on that website around allowing candidates to qualify in, in or out of working for your organisation becomes vital. Mm. Um, I think this, the, the measurement we have is about returning applicants are four times more likely to be hired if they watch some video content or qualify themselves through that process. And I think we we measured that at least 25% of people are returning visitors. So on their first visit, they didn't necessarily apply. And like any marketing journey to any consumer product, you would go and look, you'd go back to Glassdoor and maybe mm. or, or other sort of consumer sites that tell you a bit about that product or service. And then you would go and visit other reviews. And it's not a linear journey. Mm. Um, but you may have paid already once to capture that audience. Mm. And that's the same concept. So yes, posting jobs online still still is a great traffic driver to, to your job ads. But um, what about all the, the people that didn't apply and that have dropped off? Yeah. Um, you're missing them and then you're paying again to get them to come back when you could have already known who they are and start to engage with them. Yeah. Mm. So you talked there about the importance of return visitors, so people coming back after doing some more research and, and returning to the site and that ties into employer brand and, and everything like that. But And you use that as a, as a measure um, what other measures can you use around campaign success or recruitment campaign success? Yeah, no, yeah, quite, quite a few. There's three main buckets I think we, we refer to. One is the recruitment funnel conversion. So that's everything from the minute you hit a website right through to being hired and onboarded. So that across that whole funnel. And most of the time you get exposure from the point of application, whereas we can measure that entire point from when you um, have given us your basic details from first name, last name, email, right through to where you get to in that process. So we look at those conversion metrics across that funnel. So visitor to hire, mm-hmm. um, application to hire, um, that sort of thing. We also look at interaction scores. So depending on how you navigate on the, the careers website, we can see exactly how engaged you are and we can give you a score around that engagement. So if I keep revisiting, you, you can tell that I'm particularly researching your business in, in a meaningful way, but I may not be applying. So that's where things like it, nurture comes in. Mm. Um, that sort of leads on to the engagement metrics. So, you know, how many people are in your community, how many people are subscribing to content with you, um, how, how are you reaching them, and then how are you converting them into applications uh, through to hire. So that's, that's some other metrics that we use. And then, of course, cost cost and efficiency metrics is the third area. So looking at sourcing attribution, not just the source you applied for, but the source you may have first seen your brand or your job through. Um, As I said, you, you, you know, indeed, or other sourcing channels could be driving you great amount of traffic. um, But you you may go go off and apply via another channel, whereas Mm. you first saw that role, for example, in Indeed. You need to know that because you might not be getting the full picture of your sourcing attribution metrics. And that's typically what marketing tools do as well. So applying that recruitment, that recruitment lens to, or sorry, applying the marketing lens to the recruitment flow. Um, you can then start to say, shift your spending dollars according, according to that. So let's say that a business has a supportive C-suite. There's budget there for these sorts of changes, yet within the recruiting team themselves, there's a reluctance to change because some of the stuff you're talking about here is, is 
I don't want to say a foreign language to some people, but it's <coughs> wow, you know, okay, we're collecting data, we're, we're, we're you know, we're, we're putting a whole lot of measures around campaigns. I don't even know what a campaign is. Those sort of people who are sitting there and just used to going, okay, well, I'm running a process, I'm running a, a traditional, let's call it traditional, be nice, traditional recruitment process, uh, and, and you're talking about what, ostensibly is a, a marketing campaign and then measurements on that and, and using the data to, to have a better uh, candidate experience and, and an employer brand, what would you say to people who say, that's all a bit too much for me? <laughs> <laughs> have a drink and calm the farm. <laughs> yeah, take them down the pub. Here's <laughs> what the doctor gave me. These pills are great. <laughs> I think I think it's about taking a step back, and and I said before, like you don't necessarily have to reach the the mecca or the vision within like immediately. You need to try and sort of put it into more tangible terms around where that organisation is having its work, you know its most pressing need. Mm. So you know some examples could be you can't get the right graduates into your funnel, mm. or healthcare is a great example. In healthcare, they're basically competing against a huge amount of competition for certain roles. Um, and same with aged care. And yet, um, you know, you're willing to pay millions and millions of dollars to get these people in to your business. Um, yet those people have no idea about what it's like to work for you, your brand. So even simple building, you know, starting with getting a better shop front mm for your organization gives them a, a sense of what it's like to work with and taking that incremental step, getting the basic setup for automation. That's where you have to start. You don't need to, 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 to get complex from the beginning. And um, so I, I would say start small from that, start with your biggest need in your business to make mm -hmm. the biggest impact and then um, start to, to get more sophisticated around the measures the so basic automation around nurture streams and signing up for a newsletter is where you can start and then you can get a lot more sophisticated. And just in case we forget before we finish up later on, if people listening are interested in having a chat with Paige up about some of this, how, how's the best way to contact? Uh, yeah, you can reach out on LinkedIn or you can connect with us on LinkedIn or, or Facebook as and, well. And we have links directly to page up's website from our website and, and posting this as well so yep absolutely you can go check out the website request a demo have a look at the or just have a look at the thought leadership content around what people are doing and what our customers are doing as well across the board oh that's mm. fantastic another question i've got for you for me no not you oh. piss off um <laughs> so Faye, so you studied history at uni how the hell did you end up here <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> I didn't really study very hard at school. <laughs> and my dad said to me, you should, instead of stacking shelves in the local supermarket, you better get your act together and um, go to university. And uh, he said, so choose a subject you, you like and you are good at. That was his advice. <laughs> and, and you, so and you went with history. I went with history because I love history and I was pretty good at it. So um, that's why I ended up with history. <laughs> well, I've got, a, I've got a secondary question to that. <laughs> so you went to University of Cardiff. I did, by the in Wales. By the sounds of it, you're not Welsh. 
So did you well, learn... Well, I, I sound English. My, I'm from Scottish blood. My parents are Glaswegians. Well, there you go. But did you learn any of the sultry Welsh tongue while you were in university there? <laughs> <laughs> So, and it's so romantic on the ear. Oh, yes, it's such a lovely language. It sounds like no, a spitting when they I talk. Did, I did not, though. I don't know if you 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 know the, the British program Stacey and Gavin. Yes, I yes. do. <laughs> so you, you've met a few Nessas in your time? It, yeah, there's a few Nessas, definitely, definitely. Oh, and we all like to kutch. It's, uh, <laughs> it's good. For those that, that know what that means. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. I love that show. It's one of my favourites. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Take me down memory lane here. <laughs> I think that, yeah, look, I'm, I, look, fascinating discussion we've had today, Fee, and particularly around the – we're looking at getting people out of the recruitment rut, but it's really clear that more and more as we move forward, there's that really strong relationship between recruitment and marketing to get that EVP out mm. there, to make sure candidate experience is better, to measure things along the way and also keep people engaged with your brand as yeah. you're working. That storytelling you mentioned, it's just – it's so key – to getting the right people. It really is. Yeah. It's just people want to know what they're in for, where they're going, how how it's going to – it's a sell-sell situation, isn't it, to your candidates and them to you. Yeah, and then you've got to live by that. You know, mm. you, you if you're presenting a particular persona out to the market around what it's like to work with your business, you need to you need to deliver on that, which is obviously a another podcast probably. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's deliver everything we just said we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you bought into this now, and we've we've got to live up to it. So, yeah. uh, and you can be as a candidate, you can be choosy about where you go work. Mm. So you know mm. that that is. We have some customers that work in the US and in San Francisco, and you can imagine the competition there in in that in that mm. market for IT talent, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's you know pr- pretty hard. You've got you've got to you've got to live up by live live by your your um your presentation of your brand and actually deliver on it. Mm. Mm. We're finding locally that you know, oh, uh, I'm saying it this morning this year just the the. Demand has gone through the roof for for great candidates in across the board, just about hasn't yeah, it? So yeah, um, like you mentioned healthcare before. Um, we were talking about tech this morning, and I've, I had a couple of clients call this morning saying, "Oh, what's going on?" I'm like, oh, geez, it's changing daily. Um, it's there's really a lot of demand across a lot of different industries. And candidates have choice, a lot mm-hmm. of it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, they they do. You're absolutely right. Isn't that a bit um, of a change from last year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's interesting because we've also seen quite a shift um, around some organisations starting to. With, this is a symptom of the pandemic, really, where they, you know, they've either had to to lay off people or reduce their their, their recruitment practices. But where that's accelerated now, they're trying to re-tap into that market. Mm. So um, they're actually apl- apply, employing or. Um, rolling out alumni strategies which mm. is quite um great recent, idea yeah it's it's just become you know our, our technology deals with it because we we manage the whole nurture around any network mm. but it's it's funny it's quite cyclical because alumni networks were quite popular a while ago and tapping into your referral networks and um, being able to find the right talent through that, it's an easy qualified pool for you. Yeah. Um, and But that's been coming back quite a lot. And that, I think that's a, probably a symptom of the, the pandemic particularly. I think you're 100% right on that. Yeah, so mm. watch this space for continued change every single day. 
Yep. And on that note, Fee, thank you so much for joining us today. Anybody who's interested in talking to Page Up, you can do the click-throughs from our uh, show notes or whatever you call them. Um, you can go to our website. It's or you our can go wall to of fame. Our wall of fame is that what we call it. Or you can go to – you can search Page Up Australia either on LinkedIn or Google and get around it or even – Fiona Morton herself, perhaps you can go directly to the source. Sure, happy to talk to anyone. <laughs> and in Welsh. In Welsh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone out there in Tarpod land, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye, everyone. Bye. Today's episode of Tarpod was brought to you by the good people at PageUp. PageUp is a cloud-based talent management software solution offering a full suite of best-of-breed tools to help you recruit, develop and retain high-performing teams and deliver measurable results. Customers love PageUp for its deep functionality, configurability and world-class support that's better than the rest. Head on over to pageuppeople.com to check out all of their offerings, including their newest recruitment marketing tool, which allows recruitment teams to attract, nurture, convert high-quality talent with less manual effort. Hey, and don't forget to tell them that Tarpod sent you. Thanks for listening to Tarpod. Please don't forget to subscribe and look out for upcoming podcasts. Hey, that was Martha and the Vandellas, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're going to go live to our special guest today, Craig Watson, with his vocal stylings. <laughs> I hope you're not recording, are you? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. <laughs>